Today was another fun day. As a matter of fact, we got a random call today that actually got a ton of feedback when we talked to quote-unquote Amber this morning. Yeah, she texted in early in this morning, and uh, that was a really interesting kind of topic that just came out of nowhere. Speaking of interesting, how about our Vanessa dating report card check back in? Yes. Rolls right off the top. <laughs> yeah. People are like, what does that mean? And then uh, uh, commercial jingles was fun, even though I lost. Mm-hmm. It was fun to hear back those commercial jingles. And your inability to interact <laughs> with the animal kingdom is something. You'll hear what we're talking about right now on the podcast. All right, so we did a relationship report card last week, and we talked to Vanessa. We talked to three of her exes to find out why they all stopped talking. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the guys that we really liked, his name was Chad. Chad and Vanessa stopped talking because of a simple misunderstanding that they both thought neither one of them was into each other. Right. So we got Chad back on the phone with us. Now, Chad, after the relationship report card, Vanessa texted you, right? Yeah, dude. She did, man. It's been pretty cool. So you guys have hung out since then? Yeah, dude. I mean, we, we, we've hung out. We, we got clarity on some things. I mean, we both, she's been texting me. I've been texting her, man. So, nah, I'm, I'm, I, I, I appreciate the love, man. I appreciate that you guys reached out, you know, to, to find out, man, because it's pretty cool. That is awesome. So, so you guys have been out more than once then. Hey, man, like I said, a brother is trying to get caught up in the V-trap, okay? <laughs> yes. yes, we have. We, we remember the V-trap very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're there. <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude, I got, I, I'm, I'm like, dude, totally serious. You guys are rock stars, man. I mean, you know, this is awesome, man. Well, that's, I'm very happy about yeah, this. This has never happened in the history of the relationship report card where a relationship actually, I guess, rekindled. Rebloomed. Well, that's great, man. Yeah. So, so what's the next plan? Are you, so Dude, you, guys are, you, you, you guys are exclusive then with each other now then? Yeah. Dude, let me tell you, man. You guys, wow. I don't know if that was the intent or not, man, but yeah, man. We got so our dialogue is by far open, dude. We, we both... You know, on the, on the same accord, man. So yeah, we're we're not we're we're exclusive. You know, I mean, we're not trying to rush anything. Don't get me wrong, but you know, we're both putting our undivided attention into one another. So yeah, dude. Man, if this goes to like yeah. the next level, right? It's like, gonna be so cool that it happened here. A crazy cool story to tell the kids and everything. Yeah, you know, my wife called me fat the first time she met me, so I don't really have one of those. Well. Why? Hey, man, there's a, excited, there was a reason dude. why. Me up. Get the W trap here with me, Kelly. There's a reason why she called you that Get one. the W trap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. All I of Chad's love. The V trap. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chad, this is so cool, man. Thank you for being on the air with us originally for the Relationship Report Card. And thank you for this awesome update. I'm sure we'll be hearing back from you someday down the future. To hear about you guys getting married. And tell Vanessa we said hey, too. You know, thanks as well. Hey, man, I shall, man. You guys rock. Thank you very much. Kelly and Wood. So what you've been texting with this person this morning, and you told her that she should call in. Well, she texted in very early this morning yeah, uh, with an incredibly unique issue. And I sent a few texts back, and I thought, you know what? Instead of just getting my estimation on the whole deal, why not bring it to the airwaves? Okay. okay and we got a little bit of a light day today, so this actually really helped <laughs> right. us out. Sometimes the good Lord just blesses you with content, doesn't Thank he? God. But we got to keep her name out of it. Okay. We'll give her a fake name then. Perfect. How about if we call you Amber? Is that okay? Yeah, Amber's good. <laughs> All right, Perfect. Amber. So what brings you to our little show today? Hey, so I, I'm like... 
I have a pretty cool, close-knit group of friends, and we all hang out, and we've been friends for, you know, a good while, I guess. Um, and my best friend in the group, her boyfriend is also in the group. Okay. And he mentioned to me um, that he's losing interest in her, and he hasn't told this to her, obviously. Um, and she's she's like head over heels. She thinks he's the one, that they're going to get married, and that he's it. And I don't know how to handle this situation. I, I feel like I should tell her just to give her a heads up so that, you know, she's not completely caught off guard and just embarrassed. Um, but I don't know. I, I mean, I feel like I'm, I have to be loyal to each one of them, but I, I just don't know what to do. So he didn't feel comfortable telling you because his feelings are for you or anything no, I don't think so. I mean, okay. we're we're all a pretty close group of friends. I think that, you know, he felt like he needed to tell someone and to get maybe a girl's perspective on the situation. Um, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but it's weird he would come to you and tell you that though, knowing that you're friends with her. Yeah, I, almost like I he wants like her was, to say something, right? You no, know? I'm not saying that's what to do, no. but that would be the guy move, like to get out of it. You just kind of plant the seed, and then someone else handles. It. Yeah. Uh, oh. Now, I, I want to ask a few questions here, and I, I've already gotten the answer on some of these, but not everyone else has. How old are you guys? We're in our 20s, like mid-20s. Okay. okay. So young, uh, you know, we're, we're talking people getting started. In the, all right, get, just getting a background on right. all this. How long have they been together? They've been together since college. So, I mean, it's been at least four years. Okay. Shoo. It's a long relationship, man. Now, has she had yeah. any other serious boyfriends? Has he had any other serious girlfriends? Or is this kind of, I mean, obviously maybe it's something in high school, but for college, I can't imagine so, right? Yeah, not in college. They pretty much dated all throughout college. Um, and I, well, at least, you know, when we all met, they were dating in college. Um, but in high school, I think she had another boyfriend. Um, I'm not sure about his dating history, though. Is why I don't, is he, I don't I don't know that he's ever had any other serious relationship. Yeah. So why is he afraid to tell her? I think just because they've been together for so long, he doesn't want to hurt her feelings. He said that you know it's just a matter of of I mean keeping her feelings in consideration. Um, so he said that he had to figure out how to do it. This, boy, this is one of those things. I was like, I want to keep her feelings in consideration, so I'm going to tell one of her friends. That I don't have feelings for her anymore. <laughs> just sometimes us guys, we don't think past step yeah. one. Uh, so now I'm like, well, I I feel obligated, <laughs> but I know it's it's their situation and they have to work it out, regardless of you know the blow up or whatever. Could this I don't know. Be, could this be one of those things though? Would we've had this happen before, where it's like you go to him and you say, hey, either you tell her in the next week or I'm going to tell her. Yeah. That's that's sometimes oh. what we have. But that could be a bad that could be a bad choice too. I don't know if that's ever been voted on as a good option. Cuz to me, I think your best solution here is to do nothing. Nothing because if oh, you man. go to her and say, "Hey, you know, this is what he was saying," and she goes to him and he denies it, which could possibly happen. Oh, yeah. You know, all of a sudden you look yeah. like you're a liar. You look like you're in the middle of it. Uh, to me, I, and you know, I would just be like, "Look, I, even if the even if he does admit it, you you will then be 
associated with that breakup. Persona non grata. To me, but I, what if she finds out I knew already that it then, was going to happen when it happened? Then you say, "Hey, look, it wasn't my it. it wasn't my spot. It wasn't my spot to say anything." And for all I know, you know, he was just talking out of his rear end that day. You know, okay. I, to me, I think that's the yeah. safe play. Okay, but. Like what was saying, we're kind of light on content today. We could take some phone calls on that. We have time. I mean, if, if it's all we do have, actually. Are you are you by a radio, or can you stream us right now? You said you had to go to work, right? Yeah, yeah. I can I can stream you on the radio though. Okay. At my at my office, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Why don't you Why don't you do that? Or you can always check out the podcast later. True. And we'll we'll because we do this kind of stuff all the time where people are having an issue with something and and we try. Well, we don't try and help them out, but we let the listeners help them out. Yeah, they're the smart ones, right? Okay. So so yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll get we'll take some calls and some texts and see should you do anything about this or should you just leave it alone? And, and shame on him for putting you in this position. True. I know, I know. He's out of the group of friends. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he dumps her, he's out. Yeah. Now he's yeah. never going to tell her either. He's going to lose all his friends, too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Amber, we appreciate you taking the time to call us before work this morning. And, uh, yeah, if you don't get to hear these calls and texts, check out the podcast later. They'll be on there, okay? Cool. Thank you, guys. You are so very welcome. All right, we got somebody sitting on hold right now. Don't hang up. We're going to get to your call here in just a second. We got a lot of texts rolling in. Mm -hmm. So, quote unquote, Amber, uh, keep listening because we might be able to help you out with this. Kelly Wood. Amber's friend put her in a horrible position. He came to her and said, hey, I'm not interested in the girl I'm dating right now, which happens to be also one of our friends confided in her and now hasn't said anything to to the girl who he's not interested in anymore so now amber's like well what the hell do i do with this information Mm -hmm. so we're trying to help her out amber's listening right now she had to get to work but uh definitely some calls and texts coming in trying to help her out and there's some people sharing like stories and stuff on text i'm gonna keep names out of okay all right like this one says i'm with wood on this one she should not say anything this is something that lock in the vault and hold on to forever and never say anything to the friend. Dang. Uh, another text. Don't do anything. Her friend might turn on her thinking he's interested in her because he trusted to tell her. Right. That's interesting. That's how I felt, though, right away when I heard this. Well, yeah, and that's why you asked. You know, yeah. Trust is a big deal. Uh, she should stay out of it. I did that once years ago and lost a friendship because of it. Wow. It's not good and all that. I, this dude kind of makes me angry for doing this. Like, you literally, you know, if you want to be that way, just be that way. But don't drag somebody else in it with you. And it's not, it, it's not fair to that person. And there's nothing wrong with losing interest in somebody. You know, it like, happens. Like, you're not doing her any favors by staying with her when you're not interested in her anymore. Right. You know, some guys think that. Like, there's such God's gift to women that, oh, if I if I end this relationship, she'll never be the same. Nah, she'll be all right. Yeah, she's going to make, she's going to, she's going to through. <laughs> Chances are she's going to go through, she'll do the whole glow up thing, and then uh, she'll probably go get somebody better than you. Hold on to her with both hands. Uh, what was that? Am I talking out loud? Uh, how about this text? I would talk to the boyfriend again and ask if he plans on talking to her about it soon and tell him the longer he waits the more her feelings will get hurt. Especially mm-hmm. if they've already been together years. Yeah, man. Uh, sometimes you just have to rip off the Band-Aid and hope for the best. Uh, and I, A lot of the people are texting in saying, like, he needs to say something to her. Like, this isn't her spot. Um, I like this one. I can relate to the guy. I did the same thing with my ex. I told oh, wow. um, my mom, my best friend first, because it made it more real and ensured that I would go through with it. Okay. So maybe that's something he's doing. Maybe he's kind of building in, like, a... Now the cat's out of the bag. I got to go do this. And ending relationships is hard. I mean, it's not. An, it's never an easy thing to do unless unless you're so fed up that you're mm-hmm. like, all right, thank God this is over. 
Uh, about this one, another, again, leaving names out of it. Uh, I had a friend in high school, dated her boyfriend for years, into college. All she talks about was marrying him, wondered when he was going to propose, yada, yada, yada. When she was away at college and not really experiencing it because she had a boyfriend back home. Mm-hmm. I've, I, how many times did you see that? Yeah, you oh, know, God, uh, 99% of the time. When they make the trip back home instead of staying at college on the weekend and enjoying yeah. the college life. Well, the boyfriend back home didn't ask anyone to say anything, but finally one day, had a come to the big lord moment with her and broke it all off everyone knew it other than them uh they broke up she was married to someone else a couple years later still married to that person years later so again like you mentioned it just because it's relationship ends doesn't mean the end of the world right I, i mean i broke up with a girl that i had dated for a long time when i was 26 which at the time I felt so old. And I was like, oh my God, I've ruined her life. She'll never get married and have children now because I broke up with her at 26. I'm assuming she's still waiting for you to return. <laughs> no, she married my best friend from kindergarten. They have two beautiful children together. Oh, that's the one that that's, you think was yeah. hooking up behind your back. Oh, they were absolutely hooking up behind my back. But here I was thinking that I was doing her some favors by sticking with her. And they were cheating. But I'm glad they did. They found love. And all I want is for people to find love, whether it's with me or somebody else. Love is love. It, it absolutely is. Uh, others take in stay out of it this is between them i agree with wood she should not tell her and uh tell him if he does he needs to go ahead and get this going quickly all right everyone's pretty much says the longer this goes on the worse it is for everybody yeah and so you were kind of siding with wood also right yes i agree with wood that is that gentleman's story to tell and i'd stay out of it just leave it alone. But but okay, that, yep. I think we can all agree on that. But now, because this dude put her in such a terrible position, what happens if right. a friend comes back and says, hey, you knew and you didn't tell me? You knew. Yeah, I I understand that. But again, it's his story to tell. And she, if that other female was a good friend to this girl that called in, she would understand that it needed to come from him. Have you ever been in a position like this before? Yes. You were? And, yeah. And I... I get it. So what what happened? Did did one of your friend's boyfriends... I was upset at first that she didn't say anything, but after you, like, sit back and think about it, it really is that other person that needs to come to you. Oh, so you you had a person you were dating go to a friend of yours. Right. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So, uh, and it's hurtful to to hear it from someone else, too. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I just, I really, I think... Like Wood said, I would do nothing. Okay. Mm. All right. It's tough I to don't do. Know. Well, from someone who's yeah. been through it, Wood. Right. You know, and you were clearly right on this. So that's some good feedback. We really appreciate that. All right. Have a good morning. You too. Kelly and Wood's Small Town Salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Walcott, North Dakota, population 262. And watch out for the new Shine Walcott. With the help of 500 volunteers, completed a total cemetery restoration over the summer. Respect for the living and the dead. That's why Walcott, North Dakota gets today's small town salute. That was your small town salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning. Kelly and Wood in the morning. All right, we are going to do Name That Jingle. Yesterday, we had a lot of fun with Name That Candy Bar slogan. Brian Riley dominated that game. Mm. No, thank you. We'll see what we can do today. I think Wood is, is edging it in my favor, though, because we're doing these from the 80s and 90s. <laughs> so rigged. Now, these are TV jingles that we would hear in commercials and all that, all right? Okay. Now, to get it right, you just need to buzz in. And tell me what the product is. Brian Riley, you'll be buzzing in with? Ah! 
There you go. Okay. I, I miss. I admit. Caw, caw. There it is. <laughs> All right. Dying Raven. Good okay. God. Kelly Jordan, you will be buzzing in as what is exotic animal? Uh, I don't want to do an exotic animal because that's what cost me yesterday. Those are the rules. <laughs> no, yesterday because I couldn't like chime in in time mm-hmm. because I had such a ridiculous sound I had to make. So pick an easy exotic animal. All right. A, a giraffe. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. What noise does a giraffe make? I believe it's a noiseless animal. Isn't okay. it like one of the three animals in the animal kingdom that doesn't make a noise? Don't they like slot? Like, something How about like that? A, a lion? Roar! There we go. Right, that's to, come on. We got to get to the game here. This is taking time. All right. Our song jingle number one. You got them all pulled up here? Oh, yeah, but right, I can't see what the names are. Just right. I don't want Brian Riley to think I'm You're cheating. It says uh, song uh, jingle okay. clip one. All right. Play the first one. So kiss a little love. I already know this well, one. Buzz it. There you go. Uh, big red. Yeah. Big red bubblegum. Our big red gum. Yeah. Hold tight a little longer. Yeah. Big red. Let's see. So kiss a little longer. Stay close a little longer. Hold tight a little longer. Longer with big red. Yeah. Big red freshness. That's right through it. All right. That's a good one. Boy, that's a stupid back game. <laughs> Oh, All right. Oh, you didn't think so yesterday when you were winning. Well, because hey. it was my age demographic. All right, here we go. Chin up. Here we go. Number Song two. Song jingle number two. From fights to trends to video games, it's the biggest toy store there is. She wins. Brian Riley. Is it Toys R Us? Yes, it oh, is. Oh, dang. I yes. was going to say KB Toys. It gets to it here. Uh, let's see. From fights to trends to video games, it's the biggest toy store there is. Wait, was that a great Saturday trip or what? Oh, that's good. There you go. Very good. You had to go to Home Depot before, but then you got to go to Toys Toys R Us. Us, Now, I had to cut this one down because this this song jingles actually just like the entire 30-second commercial. Okay. But when it hits, it hits. It slaps. Okay, let's see. Number three. Is it Folgers? It is Folgers! God dang it! If I lose this game because of the stupid animal sound I have to make, I'm fighting this one you all the way. You have the easiest animal sound to make. It's I true. know, but I just I keep wanting to just answer. Now this one, I, I think this one's tough. All all right. Right. Maybe this is where I make my come up. So number four here. When you're feeling free and wise, you'll find fun under starry skies. Gentlemen. Oh, God. That was it? Well, it, the next part's the, the actual, actual product. Yeah, so I don't want that. <laughs> Play one more okay. time. Okay, yeah, can we hear it again? Yep. When you're feeling free and wise, you'll find fun under starry skies. Gentlemen. It says gentlemen, so I'm guessing it's like a cologne or something. I'm going to go with uh, Brute. Whoa, 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 where's your uh, animal? Where's yes, Kelly. Brute cologne. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, Shout out to my dad. Ca- right. Ca- All right. <laughs> Very. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, uh, Under Armour deodorant. Is it Fruit of the Loom? You're close. Oh, re- dang it. It's actually Hanes, but it's pantyhose. They marketed it as men prefer. Oh, Hanes. wow. That's. Uh, and then it's like pantyhose. Play. Hello, misogyny. When you're feeling free and wise, you'll find fun under starry skies. Gentlemen, prefer hands.
But it's about women's pantyhose. Yeah. Oh dang. Which was wild. That's crazy to think that that was their cam or their ad campaign. All right, this last. Jeez, I'm one. losing. I thought for sure I would win this. Now here we go. The final one. This is a little bit of a longer one. So. Okay. Here we go. Give in to the taste. Give into uh, the taste. Ah, uh, but rar. Crystal light. No. Dang it. Give into the taste. Eight cal. Oh, caca. Yes. Do you know this one? No. Oh, but eight calories. Give into the t- slim fast. No. Oh, that's, that's a, a good guess. guess. That's a good guess. It's actually Jello. Oh. Give in. Give into the taste. It's made with NutraSweet. But that's not, that was just like a sugar-free gelatin ad, though. That wasn't like their slogan, because there's always room for Jello. was their jingle. Here don't we go. Don't you dare play Here the game. Here we go. Well, because I lost again. I should have nailed this one. I can't help that you don't know how to make a lion this noise. Is in my, this is right in my wheelhouse. Yeah, literally in your wheelhouse. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna be, I don't think I've ever heard any of those jingles. And I was raised on TV, too. Like, TV brought me up. You didn't hear the Folgers? Well, the, that, that one, but the newer, that one was from... Big Red? Before I, no, I have no idea. The Big Red one, I had no idea. Oh, man, there's people just making out in the commercials. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mono going around. Swapping gum. Sweet. Oh, man, the 80s were awesome. <laughs> Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. Do you guys know that Walt Disney worked for the FBI? FBI. What? And this isn't hearsay. This is not hearsay at all. As a matter of fact, from 1940 to 1966, Walt Disney was an informant for the FBI because at the time, communism was on the rise in America. During the Red Scare. Right. And the FBI wanted to thwart out any communism. So Walt Disney, his job with the FBI was to turn anybody in who he suspected was a communist in Hollywood because he was so plugged into that community. Now, here's a, here's where it gets even more crazy than that. He was promoted to, uh, what was it called, uh, full special agent throughout the entire 1950s. So he was a full-on special agent for the FBI, still running Disney, right? Hmm. Now, in, in return for his cooperation, J. Edgar Hoover allowed Disney to film at the Bureau's headquarters in Washington, and Hoover actually helped write the script for a Disney film called Moon Pilot. In the movie Moon Pilot, it was total propaganda where a bunch of kids looked up to FBI agents as like superheroes. Same thing with a few episodes of the uh, Mickey Mouse Club. There was a few that were total straight on FBI propaganda where young children were just praising the FBI. Moon Pilot? I've never heard of it before. Yeah. Probably because it was straight up propaganda. But think about that. Like... It's it's clear that Hollywood uses movies, or that the government uses Hollywood for propaganda hmm. to get, to get us to believe certain things. And Walt Disney was one of those cats back in the sixties, fifties, and sixties. That's weird. I bet your mind is blown on that, Brian Riley. I, your I silence been, speaks volumes. I have nothing to say. I, I, the fact that you could go, oh no, that's not true. But now, it, like, it all starts to ring together. Right, right. Did you look at Moon Pilot? Yeah, one? like I'm looking it up here. Yeah. So it's kind of funky. Came Isn't out in that like 1960? It's pretty creepy, right? That this guy who was in charge of all these children's movies was a full special agent for the FBI. Mm. That, that had to blow- do with aliens and stuff. That just blows my mind, man. It makes me wonder how much other, how many other movies are put out for just straight propaganda. Yeah, like Jeez. The Little Mermaid or whatever. Snow White. Snow White, right? 
He assumes she is a spy, runs away from her, and contacts the Air Force, orders him home under the protection of national security. That whole thing's where there's a monkey in it? See? Holy cow. Oh, boy. Don't, hey, don't go down the rabbit hole, man, because it'll bring you... I'm not even going to look. I just know for a fact if I look, I'm going to... Yeah. Well, a lot of people... A lot of... What? Sally Field made her film debut as one of the beatnik girls in the lineup. In Moon Pilot? Yeah. She was wearing an oversized sweater, dark hair, and glasses. Wow. See? You got you got to be careful how deep you dig, man, because you'll find some things you don't want to know. And people still accuse Disney of being propaganda. Still to this day. Ooh, that one is not even fun at all, man. I apologize if yeah. I ruined anyone's day with that. Well, that's fun. I can't wait to move on with my day now. Yeah. I apologize Bring for that. me down, man. Hey, but look, if I, if I would have brought something lame, you would have made fun of me. I bring yeah. something super, super interesting, and now because it doesn't make you feel good, you got a problem with it. Yeah, it's heavy, man. Bring me super stuff. All right, tomorrow's... <laughs> my guarantee to you, tomorrow's be stupid, all right? Yay! <laughs> but today, I found this super interesting when I read it yesterday. I thought that maybe you would, too. Even though it's a little disturbing, I have to look you dead in the eye, even if you didn't like it, and say right to your <laughs> face that... Ha-ha-ha! Kelly and Wood. In radio, there's nothing we like to hear more than somebody else get served a piece of humble pie because it's happened to all of us. Mm-hmm. You know, you get in the radio, you think, hey, you know, everyone knows me, everyone knows my name. I'm a local celebrity. Or you have an idea that you're like, this is going to be awesome on air. Yes. And it totally whiffs. So you and I were listening to Brian Riley yesterday, and Brian Riley, you were doing some trivia on the air. Yep. Trivia, always a hit. Proven to work all the time mm-hmm. on radio. And what were, you, what were you calling it? The world's easiest trivia? The world's easiest trivia test for the world's toughest rodeo tickets. Okay. Now, so I just grabbed the clip, the, the end of your contest here. Now, how easy are these questions? They're like they're easy. Like okay. yesterday, or two well, days ago, I had one. It was like two plus two is what? Well, we'll okay. hear the questions here. All right. Because the final question is where Brian got a hot <laughs> dose. All right. Here we go. Here's from you. Whoops. I got to turn this on. Here we go. Okay. Let's play. All right. The question or the timer's going to start. The moment I read the first question, are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. What colors are the Minnesota Vikings? Purple and gold. What month is it? February. What is my name? Ooh. (laughs) You hang up? (laughs) Ouch. Uh, The best part is that she hangs up. Like, she just doesn't... (laughs) She's not like, I don't know. She's just like, well, that's embarrassing. I think she felt bad for you, dude. Like, I, I don't know. I was just like, I. the thing was, I was doing the thing. I'm going, oh, these are easy questions. I remember asking right. what I go, how easy are these questions? You go, oh, they should be fine. Right. And I changed it to five questions right, 15 seconds. Mm. Can you get any wrong? I, I mean, I don't. It's I don't because care. I want because if she still had a chance to keep going she and could, then hung up, if she would have said pass, I would have been like, sounds good, right. and gone to the next question. <laughs> they call me pass. <laughs> All right. Oh, I got here again. The best is Fe- ooh. February. What is my name? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that she hangs ooh. up. That was just for her. There was no redemption after that point. It was just it's over. But it's it's funny because in this business, like you just love to hear something like that. Oh yeah. man! Because it, I mean, really, I mean, you know, like, it, I, I wasn't. And I, like the thing is, people are like, "Are you mad?" I'm like, "Not really." Because oh, you don't care. You don't go into it going, "I'm going to be the right. next so and so." The worst. Like I had this friend when I was on the radio in Austin, and a friend of mine would think that, like. 
us radio folks, we never assume anything. But mm-hmm. he thought he thought that everybody probably knew who I was. So he would embarrass me all the time. And he'd be like, you guys listen. Hey, does this ever happen to you guys? Like, do you guys listen to the radio? This is so-and-so. And then no one ever knows who you are. It's most My buddies it, do that all the time. They it, think it's the funniest thing in the world. Mm. I, when, I, when, I was in the, <laughs> when I was talking to Kevin at the boot shack one time, people kept coming in. And he'd be like, you guys listen to the radio? This is Kelly. And this is Kelly Jordan. Everyone's like, who? <laughs> And it was like over and over again, just embarrassment after embarrassment. Oh, I listen to her. She's good. (laughs) I like Brian's text. Uh, I think he said his name a hundred times the rest of the broadcast yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably true. Make sure you got it. We got to hear this just one more time. That's you right. What is my name? Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) It never gets old. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. It sure is. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score and put it up on that trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to Florida. No, Iowa, my friend. Iowaenin. <laughs> yes. Idiots out walking around. Hey, you watch yourself. My mom's from Iowa. Well, that's where we have someone who called 911 and said, Hey, I need to report a reckless driver. This car is speeding and swerving all over the highway. Well, authorities said, Hey, we're going to check into this. All right. So they get on Interstate 380. And sure enough, what do they see? A 2006 Honda Accord blasting along at a high rate of speed. So the officers hit the lights, and sure enough, the car pulls right over. Behind the wheel was 19-year-old Nicholas Bernard. Officer walked up, said, hey, man, do you know how fast you were going? Bernard said, well, way back there, I was going 120. Did you catch me then? (laughs) The officer, oh, no, but I'll take your word for it. Why were you going that fast? Bernard said, sorry, man. An awesome song came on the radio. Yeah. And I just had to blast. I bet it was kickstart my heart. Could have been. Maybe a little ACDC. Yeah. Who knows? But the officer said, okay, well, we're going to run through everything. I need your license and registration. Bernard reached over to the glove compartment, opened it up, and out fell a gigantic bag of marijuana. The officer, hey, what? what what's that? Oh, that's... That's just my weed. Be cool. Well, the officer was cool. Said that's against the law. Step on out here. A subsequent search of the vehicle turned up a smoking pipe and other drug paraphernalia. Wasn't good for Bernard. He was taken to jail on speeding and drug charge. You are a crackhead. Nah, just weed. Come on, man. You said other drug paraphernalia. That's true. I was thinking it got a little more hardcore after that. You never know. All right. Now, is driving erratically because a good song is on the radio, is that trash? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Keep it between the lines. All right. But Which means Kelly Jordan probably goes, what, five miles over the yeah, speed like, limit? I'm going to really push it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to speed. I'm sorry. No, you don't. It's not my style. Nothing happens till I get there anyway, so why would I speed? Mm-hmm. All right, uh, so hundred we'll give 175 for cranking up the speed during a good song. Yeah. Driving recklessly during a good song, though, that's dangerous. I'm attacking extra 125 on for that. Okay. Um, telling the cop uh, to be cool about your weed in the glove box. Okay. That's trashy. Mm-hmm. The cop ain't going to be cool about that because that's illegal. Big old bag of it falling out. Um, I don't know. Is having drug paraphernalia scattered about the car? That's kind of trashy. Yeah. 
Okay, I'm gonna get that 115. <laughs> Didn't know that was up for debate anymore, but I don't also, know, man. How about when a cop asked you how fast you were going and you admit oh, yes. that, hey, did you catch me back there when I was going 120? I'm gonna give him 200 for that. That's just self-incriminating. That's that's pretty trashy. Uh, and then well, a 75 because he was arrested. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that I need to tack on to here? That's it. Short and sweet. Well, but this is a hell of a score to be 100 percent honest with you. Are you ready, Wood? Shout out to Iowa today. Our Iowini. Earns himself a respectable 875 points. Trash. <laughs> Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our first break from 5.40 in the morning. Uh, we talked about how our wives trick us into shopping sometimes. Right. Uh, we talked about uh, what I like to call sympathy trolling on social media. And our first dipping the toe into breaking the law. We, we talked about that? No, we talked about our, you, oh, you shoplifting, right. and then oh, I... Oh, that's... I totally forgot about but that. But I walked the line right away. <laughs> that's right. I had one more in me. Yeah. Uh, you'll see what we're talking about right now in the bonus track, our first break from 540. Kelly and Wood. I don't like that message for the kids. Kids ain't listening, man. Kids, crack is whack. It is. Crack is always whack. You know, walk the line. I say I pass on grass all the time. Yeah. Anyway, here we are, ready to do it again this morning. No song stuck in our head. Just clean living. Hopefully. Anyway, my wife, man, uh, listen, my wife tricked me into going shopping with her last night, and I was extremely upset about it. Because, but you'll be proud of me. My wife was like, hey, the kids are at play practice for a few hours. You want to go out and, you know, maybe celebrate ratings? You can have a couple beers or whatever. She'll drink her NA beer and we'll be fine. Yeah, let's go celebrate. Oh, the old cerveza? <laughs> Yay. Congratulations. <laughs> and I said, uh, I said, you and Mr. Wu. I said, no, come on. I got a story to tell her. I said, no. I said, you know what? I got to get up early tomorrow. I don't want to let Mr. Wood down. Nice. So I'm not going to have any drinks tonight. But let's go do something else. She goes, cool. You want to swing by Target and then we'll go do something else. She tricked me, man. Mm. We spent like an hour. We spent 90 minutes at Target. That's your, that's your first mistake. Now, you would think that we accomplished a lot in those 90 minutes, right? Not a Target. No. My wife looked at every single water bottle that Target had to offer. She needs a new water bottle, and she. Lo- I, I'm not even playing with you, dude. When you when I you're like, oh, Kelly's exaggerating. She didn't look at every single water bottle. Yes, she did. Oh, and, I, I, I full on believe you. Women in Target, it, it is wild. And then she had to compare the price, and then oh, this one looks cheap. Oh, this one has too many moving parts. And then there was some stickers for water bottles hanging above the water bottles, and she grabs those, and she's like, oh, look, this one says coffee. I'm like, you're not, are you actually going to buy those, or are you just like, what? What doesn't how do, matter? How do you shop? Like, I need, I need constant movement. Like, if I go, if I don't mind going shopping as long as I can be on the move constantly. Look at something, move on. Look at something, move on. Look at something, move on. My dad taught me this. He doesn't go to shop. He goes to buy. Yes. My wife goes to shop. I go to buy. Yes. So you went shopping with your wife. You didn't go buying with right. your wife. There's a difference. Well, because I was I was led under false pretenses of I need to go buy a new water bottle. Mm-hmm. So I thought, cool, daddy will get it for you. You know, that a boy. Wait, wait, Merry Christmas. What do you need? Pick the nicest one in here. You say that, but when it comes to water bottles, like my wife is insanely. She has a water bottle in her Amazon gift or in her checkout. Yeah. That has been back ordered for like six months. Oh, must be a good one. And when it Don't came, tell my wife. When it became available, she texted me instantly when I was at work. As if I cared, A. <laughs> and B, it was the biggest thing in her world at that moment. Right. But I Maybe it's because they're married to us. They're looking for any ray of sunshine and they're otherwise dreary life. Yes. That could be. 
But my wife won't take me to Target anymore. And I'll teach you the my ways again. You've done you've done so much good for me, Wood. I love my wife. Yes. But she knows if she takes me to Target, I will flat out embarrass her. With what many way many different ways? Much like a child. I will throw a fit. Now, I will not fall to the ground and kick and scream. I right. found that I just look ridiculous doing that. Yeah. Right? And plus, it's hard for you to get up. Right. You know, <laughs> vertigo awareness, I can't drop to the ground that quickly. <laughs> but I will start making loud comments. I will ask passerbys that if, can I live with them? Yeah. Can I come home with you? Can I start a new life with you? I hate it here. Can you get me out of here? And anything she asks me, I will just give ridiculous answers to matt do you think we need new silverware no i think we should go with full chopsticks from here on out <laughs> so it, and so it's the same way she will just go to target and there she will invent things yeah that she believes that we all of a sudden need matt do you think we need you know a, a better uh humidifier i didn't know we had a humidifier right. our, our, no we have a dehumidifier <laughs> then why am i buying a humidifier get rid of that then we don't need the humidifier in theory right <laughs> Just keep it calm. And that's when my that's when my anger starts to build and I start to rage. So she knows that not she will go to Target on her own. Fine. Yeah. There's two hundred bucks down the crapper. I'm fine with it. As long as I don't have to go. Boo Jennifer said to you, is that why you slapped a stranger's butt? <laughs> no, that was the grocery store. <laughs> Daddy was looking for a Christmas ham and found it. <laughs> no, I was just I told her, I said, wouldn't you enjoy this much more? Because I'm more I don't grip it and rip it like you mm-hmm. do. I, I'm not. You're like a snowplow. You just blast through every situation and leave whatever carnage behind you there is. And I create a path behind me yes. for everyone to follow. <laughs> to follow. Much like Moses. I'm more of a chess player. Mm-hmm. I, I like to get inside someone's head. So I just said, wouldn't you enjoy this much more without me being here? No, Mr. Kelly. And she was like, well, don't you want to spend time with me? I said, yes, I do. I love spending time with you, but not in this particular context. Mm. Not Because I'm like, you're looking at things, oh, sheets. I'm like, we just we just bought sheets. I don't know when the last time I sheets were even purchased at my home. How many, how many sets of sheets do we need? They just show up. Yeah. I'm it's, like, hey, it's cold out. Where are those flannel things? Boom, they're on the bed. I don't know how they got here. It's like magic. Don't even care. I was just like, oh my gosh, you're looking at things that you don't... I was like, do you actually want that? Like, is, is this something you actually want to buy? Mm-hmm. No, I just wanted to look at it. Why? I don't. It just doesn't... It, it, that, it's somewhere between her brain and my brain, that whole logic falls to pieces, and I don't get it. it but that's the thing. That's the, that is the siren song of Target. And then she kept knocking water bottles over onto the ground, and I'm like, God dang it. Was it like a field test? No, but she just like, I'm like, what is God, this one dense? Easy throws it away. I'm like, this, I was like, I've never in my life spent so much time looking at water bottles. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh, let's go to the fitness section. They have a whole different set there. I was like, Brianna, listen to me. I'm, I'm going to be 100% Just where I think Kelly Jordan goes. <laughs> For the first time in my life, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I don't think I have any more water bottle shopping left in me. <laughs> So which one did she end up getting? Like the most generic $13 water bottle. The first one she picked up. She went She went everywhere from like a $50 water bottle down to an $11 water bottle, and she settled on the $14 one. There was one I saw the other day that has like an app hookup. Like your phone uh, will start to like, tell you when to it's drink. It's like $200, bucks, right? Yeah. I saw, that was pretty sweet, though. Oh, it, I'm, I'm not dropping 200 bucks on a cup. Right. But, yeah, but anyway. But yeah. So we got out. And then the clencher. She has. She's like, oh, I got a ten dollar gift card. I was like, okay, cool. That is, this water bottle is only going to cost me three bucks. I win. 
it won't work at the cash register. No. So now I'm 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 here, Wood, and you can't see where my hand is, but it's up above my head. Good radio. And I'm just yeah. Can everybody see this? Mm-hmm. This is where I was, and I said, look, I just I'll pay full price for it. Use the app. Figure out what's wrong with the with the gift card. Use it the next time you come in. I have zero patience left in my soul right now. Yeah. No, I'm going to call somebody over to help us. And I was like, Brian, listen. Oh, I'm you went to sell checkout. That's your own, that's your mistake. Well, there was no there was no checkouts open. Only self checkout. Really? Yeah, that's some BS. Dude, they're, getting, they're getting super bold about this self checkout stuff. Even they, if there's a massive line, I will still go to a person. They don't even care anymore about it. Like it's just blatantly thrown in our face. You work for us now. Here's another thing, honestly, and this is what scares me about Target is I need to get my phone out. And I like had to give them an because Andrea's like you know hey can you pick this up on the way home yeah I have it set to pick up you need to show them the Target oh yeah cartwheel gift app thing yeah. and then ha- I'm I'm not doing that Matt it'll save us thirty five dollars I don't care I'm not yeah. doing it then I'm not picking it up I'm not picking it up Andrea yeah. I won't do it because <laughs> then I get up there and I'm all flustered you know people are behind me, me in line that know what they're doing it's like that person who pays with a check now and I'm like going through my, I'm like I don't know like what's the app what's your phone number sir I, and I give him my phone number no I'm like, oh, it's Andrea's number I have to like look up her number that's funny you said that about writing a check I wanted to bring something up later today they did this study on Gen Z's and it's something like 56% of Gen Z's don't know how to write a check I, I don't know if not? I could I don't know if I don't even know the last time I wrote a check I don't even know if I ever have written a check I could and I you know the Maybe. only thing that kind of throws me is that memo line yeah. Am I supposed to I don't, put something I don't think in? you have to put something. That's just, I don't think that, you're supposed that's to. That's for fun. That's yeah. just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> I need to bring something here. Oh, let me turn the music down then so we can use this audio if we need it. There's something. And, you know, hey, first of all, whatever. Everyone can do whatever they want. Be you, boo. But there is something that has finally gotten under my skin. And if you're one of these people, go, look, good. God love you. People who go on Facebook and say, I need your prayers. Uh, I can't tell you why. Sympathy trolling. No, but here's the thing. Honestly, for some people, that that matters, right? I guess and you and I both believe that there that actually does help. You've seen it with your wife. Oh, I, no, one hundred percent. I believe it works. But I, it, so whatever. There's a person. She's a she's a friend. Was in Georgia, right? Yes. So we're Facebook friends, mm-hmm. and it popped up. And her, it said what? It's just like you know. Hey, could really use a lot of prayers right now. Can't give any details on it, but just you know. Did you crack one off for? Her? Why not? Quick little prayer. Why not? All right. After all, I was an altar boy. Yes, you were. Right? I, I, I did go to parochial school. I have been through the ringer, and I think I'm in pretty decent standing with the big fella upstairs. Right. He knows you need a lot of help. I have a great aunt who was a nun. I'd like to imagine oh, she's up then. there pulling for Right? Yeah, you're in. I got somebody on the inside working yeah. on for me here. Anyways, and so I kind of thought to myself, oh, man, you know, I kind of hope everything's going all right for them. This was yesterday or the day before. Okay. So I'm on social media last night, just kind of thumbing through it. And I thought to myself, I was like, oh, yeah, I wonder what happened. Yeah. So I wanted to check her page. So boom, click her, go down. The very next post was the next day. Yeah. And she just said, prayers were answered. Charlie got approved for his truck loan. <laughs> Ah, you wasted a prayer on that? That's exactly what I I turned to Andrea and I lost it. I I, I think I have very limited number of prayers, right? Yeah. I mean, I got very few favors I can call in with the big fell upstairs even though I am I believe in good standing. Right. 
He's keeping an eye on you. I'm also going outside the lines a lot. Okay? I can't be wasting my goodwill on things. But if you've got something serious going on, absolutely. Heck yeah. What's it cost me other than a few moments and maybe burning one with the gig? A few seconds of your day to help somebody out. But the fact that you're putting on social media that you need prayers, and then A, you can't mention why, and then it's because you're... Third husband, by the way, has awful credit because he went belly up on a timeshare in Boca Raton. But he needs to get you know approved for his car loan. Yeah. Like, and by the way, this wasn't like a car loan where like he needed a car to get to work or anything. Right. I've seen He's what not they're doing. Pulling himself up from the bootstraps. Right. He just wanted a new car and his credit sucks. So he was trying to get one by. Now was she saying this as a joke? Prayers needed as like a joke? No. Oh, no, because then, you know, all the comments, you know, they do the little praying hands. Yeah, and, like you know, thinking of you. Saying one for you. You know, the, you know people, oh, you know, message me. Anything you, know. you need, let me know. Right. People right. are actually being there for her. Right. And I I had half a message typed out before Andrea, like, she's like, is this worth Because I was going to say, hey, is this what we were praying for? How, how about a little context? I, I, no, because I was putting it under the next one, like where she put like "thank you so much," prayers yeah. answered. Charlie's, you know, now riding in his F one fifty. Is this what we were really praying for? Like, can I rescind my prayer? Oh, you can definitely rescind a prayer. I can I tell? Hey, sorry I, about that one. Let's I, save the next one for somebody who's yeah. actually sick or going through something. I take that one back. Because you know, hey, if you are going through something, absolutely ask for it. Heck yeah, I'm it, cool with that. But I will say this. May I may I tack something on to your rant, please? If you do need some some help, or you want some, you know, prayer warriors, as they say on on social media, mm-hmm. give me some context. Be open with it. Yeah, because I don't like because I it is one hundred percent sympathy trolling. It's like the I, I liken it to the person who faked their own death to see who would show up at their funeral. Remember we talked about that story right. earlier this week. When you say prayers needed, and then you say nothing after that. Well, no. Now I'm not going to. Because what am I praying for? It's I fair. I, Lord, I'd like to pray. Mm-hmm. And Lord's thinking, well, what? What's going on? Well, I mean, he probably knows. I don't know. You know. But then I end up praying for someone to get a new car, and <sighs> I didn't know it. I just got my goat, man. Yeah. Like I, because I've I've told many people, and I don't I don't mind putting this out on the radio that I believe prayer works. Right. Look down on me if you want to. I don't care. I don't think so. But I, don't, me, I, mean, I don't think I would look down on you for but, that. But give me some context if you're sympathy trolling on social media. I just need more information on it. Exactly. Don't say prayers needed. And then everyone's like, what's wrong? And you just shut down. Because you just want to see how many... What, you, what you're looking for is to see how many people like and comment on your post. And then, you know... Or, or here's the other bad one. Headed to the hospital. That's really bad. And then there's no... There's like no... Then why post it? Yeah. You just want to see how many people like and comment and share on it. That's all you're looking for. Because how many people are going through like a medical test that I could have used my prayer on? Or, you know, have a sick family member or something. I'd rather my prayer go to that than, again, your deadbeat third husband. Well, I, think you, I think you have unlimited amounts of prayers, Wood. Ah. I, God, I hope so. At some point, Tom, doesn't the good... If it's for nothing, well, doesn't yeah. God like... All right, you're going to the back of the line. He's got a filtering process. He's got a screening process. I imagine so. It doesn't work its way up the chain if it's for a loan for a new car. It just drives me nuts on all that, man. And that just... It kind of irritated me that I... And then I honestly... For me... And again, this is maybe being a little selfish, but there I was the next day wondering, oh man, I hope everything was okay for them. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like I actually was somewhat invested in hoping you were okay. Yeah. 
That's not fair to me. <laughs> You're right. And the thing is, the next time I see her pop up on my Facebook asking for a prayer, nope. right back in the holster. Yeah, sorry. I'm keeping mine for somebody who's sick. <laughs> but if you need some help on that, boom, I'll it's, help. It's right out. What, nothing you're saying right now is bad. I just, I was worried about that. And because, yeah. again, if that's your way, because I have an aunt who's big into that stuff. And that's cool. I'm with her on that. Again, I was raised Roman Catholic. Right. I'm with it. But I'm sure as hell not praying for your truck loan. No. Honestly, yeah. I wanted to call the bank and be like, hey, just so you know, I prayed for that. <laughs> I'd like to take that back. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, could you run another check on his credit? You don't know about that timeshare in Boca Raton. And he also screwed me out of 20 bucks way back in the day. I don't trust him. Good luck getting your money, suckers. Yeah. All right. Well, Wood, I think we've covered a lot of ground here this morning. I think we've done a good service. I think so. If you're going to ask for prayers, tell me why. That's it. If you're headed to the hospital, say something. Because then it'll be like, oh, I, you know, stubbed my toe and chipped the toenail. Well, okay, now. I, you know, yeah, you know, hey, if you're if you need help, that's cool. Just make sure it's a help worthy cause. You said it, brother. All right. Should we do some history, my friend? Riled up. Sorry about that. Man, was but it? you're here amongst friends right now. What right now? I don't need any prayers. Thank you. I'm good. I'm in a good place. But when you do, I know you. I'll I know be there. I know you'll crack one off for me. I'm not even worried about it. Just like the spinners. Uh, it was on this day in 1887. Ah, <laughs> could it be? Oh, a shadow playing and one six chin. more weeks of winter? Or could it be no shadow and an early spring? Well, we're going to find out here shortly. It was the first Groundhog Day on this day back in 1887. I'm going to restart this real quick. In Puxatawney, correct? Yeah, Puxatawney, Pennsylvania. Now that, is, now, that is the epicenter of it now. Is that where it all got started as well? Yeah, in 1887, okay. Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania observed the first Groundhog Day, uh, the annual trek to... Go- Gobbler, what is Gobbler's Knob? That's where the place is called. That's just funny, but that's where the place where it's called. What place? Punxsutawney? No, Gobbler's Knob. That's, that's, where like the, the, that's where the groundhog is? Yeah, that's like the area where they all like, oh. you know, circle around and okay. get ready for it. Okay. But I, I will be amazed when like when I can't talk to my kids last night. Hey, you know, so what's going on and all that? They both. Hey, do you know what tomorrow is? I was like, I, uh, February 2nd. No, Groundhog's Day. Yeah. I didn't know until I started looking up history for the day. I think it's a fun day for kids to learn about and everything. Yeah. I, now, I believe it's pure hokum. <laughs> no, Wood. It's scientific fact. Has, it's, has the numbers shown that this little guy's actually somewhat... I think he's I think he's 50% accurate. 50-50. Who would have guessed? Just like normal <laughs> weather, yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm just saying, maybe he's actually clued into a little something. Uh, I, on this day in 1964... A firefighter's job is to fight fires. Not answer false alarms. Now I know. And no one is half the battle. G.I. Joe! On this day in 1964, G.I. Joe debuts. Oh, man. Those, I guess they were dolls. You know, we called them action figures they as were kids. action figures. My friend Tim Wones had like every G.I. Joe thing except for the aircraft carrier. That was like. That was big stuff. But he had the mobile command center. That was a big one. That's good. That was a, that was a sweet one. He had so many G.I. Joes, and we would just play all day long. Now, I am 41 years old, Mm -hmm. and I still have a death vendetta against my brother. You look 50. For ruining my one G.I. Joe. 
You only had one? No, no, no. My favorite one. I was saying, your parents are rich. You had one G.I. Joe? It was the one where if you left him out, his skin would change color. Oh, yeah. Chameleon or something like that, right? Whatever it was. And my brother left him out in the sun. <laughs> he looked like he was from the Sudan when I found him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was black as night. I was like, oh, man, well, this dude's just done. Can I make a confession? One time, as a child, I shoplifted a G.I. Joe. Wow. My mom was doing Weight Watchers, right? And it was in Terrace Mall, and there was a Montgomery Wards there to tell you how long ago this was. Do you even know what Montgomery Wards is? Blank face. <laughs> it was like a Sears or a JCPenney or whatever. I think they closed up in the 90s. Okay. And my mom was at Weight Watchers, and so I liked to go to the mall and just bop around, you know, 9, 10 years old, whatever the heck I was. And there was a G.I. Joe on the shelf that had fallen somewhat out of the package. And a young Kelly Jordan snuck it into his coat pocket and stole it. And walked on out. I just smooth walked on out of there like I had just pulled off the biggest crime of the century. And? I got away with it. Wow. And I still remember the G.I. Joe. His name was Psych Out, which I don't even know if that was ever on any... It was like That's the irony lamest, right there. It was the lamest G.I. Joe ever because no one had ever heard of him before. Mm-hmm. But I, it was one of my most prized G.I. Joes because I put my life on the line for it. Can I tell you something? I shoplifted something once. What? I shoplifted this cool little pair of scissors that like folded up and closed into each other. Mm -hmm. And I stole it from like a church bazaar. (laughs) (laughs) That you stole from church? Allow me to explain. And I felt awful about it. On the car ride home, I started crying in the backseat. My mom asked me why. And I told her. Now, did my mom, now this thing was 25 cents. And my mom told me, no, she wasn't giving me 25 cents for it, but I really wanted it. Right. So you just smooth took it. Mom turned the car around and took me back. Now, she told me later on that she thought she was just going to teach me a lesson that the nuns would be okay with it. Yeah. The nuns smacked me. <laughs> so my mom was like, go up and tell her. And I did. And sure enough, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I took it. Boom. Uh, ac- across the face? Back to the b- side of the head. <laughs> Boy, those nuns have a lot of leeway, don't they? they? I didn't know that. I'm not Catholic. I'm Lutheran. I didn't know this. You wouldn't play with it. And I was just like, whoa. <laughs> And she's like, you shouldn't steal. And I was like, well, obviously. I was like, especially I shouldn't from the say church. anything about stealing. Well, especially from the church. Right. You know, I, what, you know what's really funny about me stealing that G.I. Joe? About two years later, I tried to steal a bicycle seat cover from that same Montgomery Wards, and I got busted. Good. It was the last time I ever tried to shoplift in my life. It taught me a lesson. It, taught me a re- it was a sweet bike seat cover, though. It had a light-up skull on the back. Well, I tell you what, that sweet little five-finger salute on the side of my head wised me up. That's the last thing I ever lifted. Uh, it was on this day in 2018, Wood. That's something to be proud of. That's a life we got our last album from Montgomery Gentry because, of course, uh, Troy Gentry died in that helicopter crash. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that like at a concert, too, or something like that? Like he was flying in to do a concert or something like yeah. that? Flying out or flying to? In the, in the helicopter crash, man. Yeah. Oh, gosh. What a sad thing right there. I like Montgomery Gentry. They got a lot of hits, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, celebrating a few birthdays today, Wood. Fingerprints. Let's see who's no, the get hair. Him. Get them. That's fine. Don't you That's worry. Fine. I'm gonna. You are a crackhead. <laughs> dog Chapman. Good stand, dog. <laughs> I think, no. Hold on. I think this is good for our... Uh, we might save this for the trash flash as a sound bite. You are a crackhead. I think we have. That's pretty good. I'm putting that in the trash flash sound effect. I can't stand. I just could not stand those people. I know. They were pretty trashy. Well, they they would insult you. They talk down. Then they get you in the back seat and they start, you know, telling you that everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah, because you're getting your money. Uh, He's got to be 83. 
You don't believe that. He's got the skin of a 98-year-old man. Well, he lives in Hawaii. And that haircut, dude. He looks like a grown chicken wearing Oakleys. Yeah, man. I, that's how I'm growing my hair when I get that old. You best believe. <laughs> but I don't care anymore. That's how I'm looking. Thunderhawk at the top. And I'm going to wear all them tassels like he's got. <laughs> yeah, he's got a lot of. Which, which is a terrible outfit for bounty hunters. There's so many ways for a criminal to grab him and take advantage of him. Well, he jingles and jangles from right. like 700 yards away. <laughs> of course I know you're coming. And a tassel is a bold choice for a man. Yeah. Uh, wait, what did you say? Did I tell you how old he was? No. He's 70. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> He's 70. All right. That's really all I got for birthdays today. And by the way, if you get caught by a 70-year-old man, you deserve to go back to I don't to think jail. he's still doing that, though. I don't think he's still... Because when that show was on, he was, what, 55? Maybe. Well, yeah. 50? 30, 100 kids running he, around. Right, he had all those kids. Oh, yeah. you know who else is celebrating a birthday today, though, real quick? I didn't know she was this old. I'm old tonight, you know my hips don't lie. Shakira, Shakira. It's Shakira's birthday today. She just went through a nasty divorce. Yeah, I didn't know, dude. I had, I thought she was like half this age. I didn't know she was this old. Well, she. I'm, I'm gonna say she's 41. Ah, you're even low. She's 46. No. Yeah, dude. She looks phenomenal for 46 years old. Good for her. Yeah, man. That's that moisturizing routine. I keep trying to tell you. Wasn't she a tax cheat? Wasn't that the story that she Aren't was in trouble all? for all that? Aren't they all, dude? What? Tell me one celebrity who doesn't cheat on taxes. Well, fair point. Uh, all right. Well, of course, if it's your birthday today, we'd like to wish you a happy birthday as well. Uh, Brian Texas says, I could use some prayers, guys. Four out of my six kids are homesick. Dang. We should have been praying before you got to six. And I'm at work, so pray my wife doesn't kill me when I get home. I've been praying for some birth control up in that house. <laughs> By the way, Brian, prayers for your wife, not you. you know? She's <laughs> yeah. the one going through it. All right, of course, if it's your birthday, and then send a prayer out for Brian, Mm -hmm. we we said we believe in it.